Good morning, Big Blue Nation. It is football time in the bluegrass as we welcome you to this week's edition of Kentucky Heartbeat Radio. I'm John Martin, your guest host for this Saturday, filling in for our team captain, Tyler Smith, who is currently Chicago-bound at the present moment. So filling out our starting lineup today, former University of Kentucky basketball player Perry Stevenson. Perry, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. A little under weather, but... It's fine. I know your heart is broken after seeing one of your your childhood heroes, Miss Hannah Montana, this week. Is your morale going to be okay for this for this show this week? I'm a little broken, but hopefully I'll do some mending some mending later. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> okay, like it, Hunter H. Breezy. How you doing, man? Doing well. Doing well. Good to hear, Aaron. You got a microphone near you. Aaron gave a thumbs up sign. He's doing well. And we're also extremely excited to announce KHB's newest radio member, a talented young woman hailing from the University of Kentucky and uh, writer slash reporter for Vox Views and WildcatHoops.com, Miss Ashley Scobie. Ashley, bienvenidos. Bienvenidos. I'm doing Spanish now? Spanish. I don't, I don't know about all this. But. Welcome. Welcome to the team. We're very excited to have you. Do you have a speech prepared? <laughs> Acceptance speech. Um, I don't know. I'm holding down the fort, you know, uh, with the estrogen levels here. So, <laughs> <laughs> representing the female demographic. <laughs> I will say that Ashley probably knows more about UK sports than the rest of us in the room combined. That's uh, just something needs to be <laughs> That's a lot needed of to be said. Yeah, high expectations, but uh, feel like you can follow through. So, we also want to give a quick shout out to two of our contributing All-Stars, Jonathan Rakin and Neil Donhoff, who are down in Nashville at LP Field for the game. I believe they might be down there already tailgating, but uh, they're representing BBN and what hopes to be a predominantly blue-clad stadium. And hopefully they've got their uh, dry fit on. <laughs> yeah, coming through that conditions. storm in Lexington, that was some pretty serious stuff. So I hope that's not an omen for uh, things to come tonight. Yeah, as Ashley mentioned there, we caught a monsoon leaving <laughs> leaving Lexington this morning. And apparently, according to the Doppler radar, it was completely isolated. Um, power lines kind of going everywhere, tree branches. It was treacherous. Perry, would you say that the conditions leaving this morning were treacherous? The scariest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like I've, I'm pretty sure I almost had a panic attack. <laughs> Is that a slight exaggeration? Oh no, no, it the, wasn't. He, he, yeah. The one phobia I have is any type of weather conditions and being stuck in it. If I'm indoors, sure. But if I'm outside and a tornado just drops out of the sky, <laughs> I'll probably drop dead. Do they drop out? The tornadoes it. drop. Do they drop out of the sky? It looks like it. I've seen Twister, so I, I've got I've kind of a... Uh, I don't know if that's an accurate representation of I real hope, life. I weather. hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just moving on from that, we're happy to have made it in studio. And, uh, you know, you play through the fourth quarter, survive in advance, and uh, we're here and uh, we're excited. So... 502-384-1450 is the number you want to call if you'd like to chime in with your thoughts on today's conversation. And if you're in Louisville, check out the Oxmoor Ford Service. 
Now is a great time to visit the pros at Oxmoor Ford Service. Get the works package, a synthetic blend oil change, tire rotation, multi-point inspection, and more for only $39.95. So pull into the quick lane today. Thoughts on this deal? Is that a deal or is that a deal? Oh, if you pass this up, you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. All right. So we are on Twitter. Um, So to all the listeners tuned in right now, you are more than welcome to share your thoughts with us on Twitter by tweeting at KY underscore heartbeat or by using the hashtag KHB. Uh, We'll certainly keep our Twitter feed up to date throughout the show. So there's a great likelihood we can address your Twitter comments live on air if you send them to us. So the Twitter topic today, quite predictable. (laughs) Who wins between Kentucky and Western, and what is the final score? Send it to us. We'll answer your prediction, or we will react to your prediction. So obviously, it's game day. It's game day. It's game. Football time in the bluegrass. It's football time in the bluegrass. Do you feel the energy in the air? I finally feel the energy in the air. Um, it's been a long time coming. It's it's hard, you know, for Kentucky football fans. I know a lot of people have been disappointed in the past. Last year, you know, a lot of season ticket holders uh, stopped getting their season tickets. And now it's like Mark Stoops is here, you know, great recruiting classes. And, you know, people are finally excited. People are finally optimistic. And I think you saw that around campus this week. Um, and you saw that, you know, within the fans. I saw... You know, leaving Lexington this morning, I saw two different cars with their game day flags on their car. So that was a pretty cool sight. Even though there's not a home game, it's it's pretty awesome. Probably two more cars than last year. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Yeah, could you elaborate some more, Ashley, on, you know, where you're graduating, moved on from UK. What, you know, the atmosphere and kind of the electricity, so to speak, on campus this week, like, Was that energy palpable, so to speak? Yeah, I would say so. Um, You know, basketball season, it's always there. Football season, normally it's not. You know, last year and, you know, this is my third year, so I've been here for a little while, and it's it's never really been like this. You know, a lot of my friends are like, oh, we don't really want to go to the football game. You know, maybe we'll tailgate and go somewhere else afterwards, but – you know, this year everyone's getting season football tickets. You know, it's it's thirty five dollars. You can you can pay thirty five dollars for a set of student season football tickets. And finally, you know, people are taking that deal and you know getting excited about it. You know, I was sitting in class the other day and a couple of guys behind me were talking about um, I, the recruiting class or something. I, I didn't hear all of it, but they were excited about Mark Stoops' recruiting class, and that that's just such a you know, 360 from what we've seen, people are never really that excited about Kentucky football recruiting. And now, you know, they're optimistic about it, like I said. That's uh, quite well said. And just, uh, yeah, adding to that, football, uh, UK football recruiting, we are sitting currently at number seven um, in the team uh, rivals recruiting rankings. Ahead of Texas, Notre Dame, Florida, Michigan and LSU, which is not bad company. It's not bad company at all, and it's company that you know Kentucky hasn't really been around recently. You know, maybe in the <laughs> maybe maybe in the sixties or something. But um, yeah, it's it's been a long time coming for a lot of people. Um, I recently interviewed a, a lady who had had season football tickets since nineteen forty four. Wow! And she said that last year was the worst season. She would she would say that last year was the worst season that she's seen, and she is so unbelievably excited to get this season started. And I think that's kind of a fair representation of most you know of Big Blue Nation who have held season football tickets for a while. You know, they're finally excited. 
was she did she still attend every game oh, last yeah. season? Oh yeah. That's a fan that's that is bleeding blue through and through. Yeah. And I, I think you'll see, you know, a little more of that coming out of the woodwork this year, you know. Yeah, I definitely agree. And, you know, like you said, just the fact that we are sitting in number sevens, you know, it's there's still obviously a lot of time to go. But, you know, being ahead of these elite programs, these historic, traditional football powers, um, it's just a testament to just the effect March Stoops and his staff and just the hard work and dedication they put in. And, um, yeah, with the news uh, coming, was it Tuesday or Wednesday, Blake Bone? Uh, I'm not sure on the date, but that's actually what I was going to say. You know, it's not just beating them in the rankings. It's actually beating them head-to-head for players, which exactly. I, I don't think we've been able to say. I mean, you know, it's like, oh, well, we beat Akron for this guy, you know. <laughs> now it's like, oh, we're beating South Carolina. You know, it's like we're finally arrived. We're playing with the big boys now. That, that's exactly, yeah, That you could have said it better. Um, to, to snatch a recruit, and we're talking about 6'5", wide-out Blake Bone, um, who's a four-star out of South Carolina, um, highly coveted by Mr. Spurrier, the old ball coach. Yeah. We snatched him from Spurrier. Would you, Hunter, would you say that that's an accurate? I mean, anytime you can go into their backyard and take a player, you know, rather than them coming into our backyard and taking you know the only good players from Kentucky you know it's like USC is taking linebackers from Kentucky well now we're finally going there and saying you know what we have some football prowess now we can actually go head to head and take a player in your backyard like that and that's kind of the statement you know it is and it's exciting it's just flat out exciting and um, for all the times that Steve Spurrier has disrespected Kentucky in a post in a either a post game or a pregame press conference, for all the times that he has run up the score on Kentucky, I find it very gratifying that we were able to to take Blake Bone. And um, just received where we do have a caller on the line. We've got Jordan. Jordan, are you there? Yes, sir. How you doing, Jordan? You ready for this game today? I'm very excited for this game. All right, what's on your mind, sir? I was wondering what you guys think about, you know, now we got Stoops. Do you think that we're going to be going back to a bowl game this year, or do you think the season's going to be more like a stepping stone, like a step in the right direction? Well, Jordan, you know, that's a good question. Uh, like Tyler, Tyler's not with us today. He'll be back next week. But I, I tend to be more of an op- optimist. Um, and, you know, as of right now, I am in studio with the original Believe 2006 shirt on. And, you know, I wrote a post on the site <laughs> – earlier this week and I predicted six and six I predicted six and six and that is you know that's best case scenario it, it really is there's no beating around the bush but I believe in the power of this coaching staff and I believe in the mindset change and the leadership of Avery Williamson as a senior and I think I, I believe it's possible that we go to a bowl this year I'll leave it All at right. that I like that. I like that answer. It's good. Your thoughts? What are, what are your What are your predictions, Jordan? What are, What are your predictions? I mean, I think your six and six is pretty good. I mean, you know, seeing as what happened last season, uh, <laughs> that's almost optimistic. But I'm thinking we can make it. You know, if, if he really does get through to these kids like we think he has, then I think we can make it. I'm with you, Jordan. Thanks for the call and uh, go Cats. Yeah, thank you, guys. Go Cats. All right, take care. You too. Bye bye.
Yeah, Ashley, what um I want to I want to hear your thoughts. Do you believe 6 and 6 is possible? <laughs> I I think this is certainly a stepping stone season like he said. Um I I think Honestly, I know I've said it before. I think if this team gets to four wins this season, that is a successful first season for Mark Stoops and company. Um, I mean, he hasn't got his players in yet. You know, he's playing with – I mean, not to say there aren't very talented players on this team, but, you know, clearly we – you know, Kentucky has better things coming. Um, the schedule is absolutely ridiculous this year. I, I think they are ranked the toughest schedule in the country this year. Um you know, it's hard to get six wins when you've got, you know, Bama, you know, coming at home and then you're playing Florida and you're playing all these teams. I mean, it's extremely difficult. Um, I, I think four wins would be a nice stepping stone, especially from last year. Um, next season, I, I do think a bowl, not necessarily a bowl win, but a bowl appearance next year is certainly possible. And we'll see. I mean, you know, if they win six games this season, I, I, don't, I can't even comprehend the amount of excitement that Kentucky fans will have. I mean, it will be absolutely insane. Yeah, it, it truly would, um, and I think you you definitely have a more rational and taking <laughs> all factors into the, into the equation um, perspective on it. Uh, I'm kind of riding on just the energy and stealing one. I'm riding on an upset win over Louisville at home. That's that's <laughs> that's what's that's what's getting it for me. Um, is it possible? I think so. Will it happen? Probably not. Probably not. Probably I, not. I think the big key is the offense. I, I think this defense is, is a lot better than people are giving them credit for. That front line is, is pretty pretty intense with Bud Dupree and, and Zadarius Smith. Um, offense, obviously, big question marks. You you don't have many wide receivers this year in an air raid style offense. It's going to be tough. But, you know, good running backs, good good uh, stock of running backs. So Who can catch the ball out of yeah, the backfield? Exactly, exactly. I think that's a big, important factor, you know, how well they adapt to this offense and how well – you know, quarterback situation, obviously. <laughs> but we'll, we'll see how the wide receivers adapt and, and uh, produce this year. I like it. And uh, we'll certainly circle back to, and we're going to close with Western UK talk probably for the last at least 20, 25 minutes. But a uh, quick story in NCAA football that we wanted to touch on. Uh, Johnny Halftime, as he's now referred to as, uh, announced earlier this week, suspended for the first half of his game against Rice, which, by the way, they are 26.5-point favorites. <laughs> so not the most severe punishment to be handed down. Um, certainly a story I followed. I wrote a article on our website about a month ago. You know, I, I think the autographs are actually a great loophole on the paid athletes debate. You know, I'm strongly, strongly endorse um, athletes being able to autograph. You know, your name is your individual identity through and through, whether you're signing your check or your mortgage, you know, your student Scantron sheet, <laughs> which I'm sure you'll have to do later on, maybe. Unfortunately, yeah. yes, I am still in school. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think it's, it's bogus that the NCAA gets you know control of your signature you know i think it's a player's value that adds to that that signature's value so on the Jan johnny manzel case you know i was actually pleased with the news that he's not going to be punished basically um but ashley i know you know i like johnny football a whole <laughs> lot i think he's just a rebel 
you know, with or without a cause. Yeah, I was about to mention that. I think he's just a Texas A&M cowboy, and uh, I just like how he plays. He makes some dumb decisions, which should make me not like him. <laughs> but, Ashley, I know you're kind of on the opposite side of the coin. Did you want to touch on that? Not necessarily on the opposite side. I mean, I just, I just think he's dumb. If he does this, I mean, like, I think Kirk Herbstreit, I, th- I think it was Kirk Herbstreit that said, if this is true that he did this, he is the dumbest player in college football history. Um, it, it, I, I do think that they should be able to profit off of their autograph, off of their jersey sales. I mean, you know, the school is making money off them. Licensing companies are, are profiting off of their name. I do think they should profit off of that. Having said that, he knew the rule. He didn't, you know, he didn't follow it, obviously. I mean, he his family has money. It's not like he's, you know... Coming from a bad, you know, neighborhood and everything, he—he's just—I mean, he knew the rule and he should have, you know, followed through. That's a good, a great point. Yeah. You know, you got to play by the rules, um, and it's—it it does seem like he's going just beyond bending the rules. Exactly, exactly, and you know, <laughs> Johnny Manziel. I, so the, you I'm laugh, so, see, but you laugh. Though, I, I do laugh. He's I do a character. Laugh. It's such a it's such a funny story. I think. I mean, I'm so glad football season is here because we don't have to hear about what frat party Johnny Menzel was at this weekend. I'm just like, so excited about. I it. I like. What are your thoughts? I like the Tebow jersey. I'm the, the Tebow Tyler. Tyler and I. Tyler, shout out to you. I know you're listening. Um, Tyler and I love Tim Tebow. <laughs> One of the best books I've ever read. Tim Tebow is inspiration. That's not to say that I was rooting for him at Florida when he played us, but I loved him Tebow as a person. And I still believe in him <laughs> as a player in the NFL. We'll see what Bill Belichick can do with him. I, I think he, that uh, has potential. He just got cut. Just now? I just saw it's going across the bottom. We got the bottom on ESPN. Yeah. Hunter's just breaking my heart over here. <laughs> <laughs> my mood has just turned south. <laughs> oh. How how do I keep how do I keep transitioning from that? Okay, just try to put in the rear view. Uh, <laughs> man, <laughs> this is just disappointing. Okay, well, I like the Tim Tebow jersey that he had nonetheless. I, I think it's pretty funny just because they're such polar opposites. You know, everyone loves Tim Tebow. He's such a good guy, and, you know, he's got a great reputation. You'd never see him at a frat party, I would I would assume. I don't know, you know, what he does in his spare time. But And Johnny Menzel is out partying. He's at the bars. He's at the frat parties. He's, you know... Everywhere. Signing autographs, apparently, for money or whatever he did to deserve a half-game suspension. <sighs> well, that's uh, enough Johnny Johnny halftime talk. Enough Johnny, yes. We're going we're gonna to take a quick break. Um, when we come back, we've got Pop Culture with Perry. <laughs> going to talk about the VMAs and Perry's uh, former hero just turning into a menace for cultural society as a whole. And obviously, we're going to get to Western UK. We're going to hype it up, so... Hang tight with us. We'll be back. You're listening to Kentucky Heartbeat Radio. And welcome back to Kentucky Heartbeat Radio. Uh, DJ Aaron, thanks for thanks for that musical selection, keeping our spirits alive. Shout out! Um, so yeah, welcome back to Kentucky Heartbeat Radio. And if you can't listen to us live, be sure to log on to fourteen fifty thesportsbuzz.com. dot Click.
click on podcasts and listen to every show in 1450's local lineup 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 1450 The Sports Buzz podcasts are hosted exclusively with LiveSportsCaster.com. They are the number one local provider for live streaming of sporting events and the best way to start your own sports sports podcast career. It's 100% free and a great way for you to begin a career in broadcasting. And it's exactly how we began our career, as we've mentioned before numerous times. But yeah, check it out and you won't be disappointed. All right, we've got uh, Dan. Dan on the line. Dan, are you with us today? Yes, I am. I'm right here. Dan, level of 1 to 10, how excited are you for this game this evening? Oh, my word, dude. Um, I am absolutely ecstatic for what is uh, going to happen tonight. Um, hopefully, uh, we, we find out that we actually hired the right coach. And we Although did. I don't think. And we did. I know we did. See, what, what's going to happen is I don't think that uh, our coach is going to go uh, ride motorcycles with interns and uh, all the other crap that the train has done. <laughs> but anyway. True story. Dan, did you have a, a topic that was that was on your mind and getting your pulse raising or you just wanted to talk UK or did you have anything else you wanted to add that we I'm were discussing? Sorry, you did you what what's on your mind today? Did you just want to talk about UK Western or did you have any issue you wanted to discuss? No, I mean I just well, I just wanted to call in and uh say what's up and uh just talk about whatever y'all are talking about. I mean, y'all were talking about Johnny Manziel, right? Yeah, where do you lie on that issue, Dan? Well, um, I, I mean, I think he's getting off really easy. Um, I think that whatever's going, you know, whenever there's smoke, there's usually fire, and I think all these little, all these little things that are showing through and trickling down. I think that, um, I, I think that these are signs of, of a bigger issue with him. I mean, rules are rules, and when you start breaking them, no matter how small or trivial they may seem. Um, it's just one thing follows after another, and I think that there's something really big that he's going to slip up on that's really going to affect him down the road and his teammates. Quite possible, Mr. Dan, handing out life lessons. Uh, we appreciate the call. Go Cats and uh, Kentucky by double digits. Take care, Dan. All right, so that was uh, Dan weighing in on the uh, the game later on. So we're just going to keep rolling on the Kentucky football discussion. Um, Ashley, you you had a great call in uh, about a month ago, live from the women's clinic at Commonwealth Stadium, and you know you gave some really great insights on. Eric Corum's high performance uh, conditioning program. Could you weigh in real quick on how you know? Do you see this giving us an advantage today with what looks to be ninety degree, and you know, some floating around ninety degree conditions? Yeah, I do think it's a possibility. Um, obviously, we've had kind of a cool summer this year, and uh, they haven't really had the chance to practice in the heat a whole lot. But um, the conditioning is going to be a huge factor. Um, Eric Coram's program, he said before, you know, this is the only program in the entire country um, that's doing it to this level. Um, we've got players, Ronnie Shields has trimmed his body fat to about 13%. Uh, Anthony Kendrick, he, you know, he, I think he 
and he was down to about 235 or 238 pounds. He lost he lost weight. Patrick Tolles lost weight. Uh, Mr. Cobble lost weight. You know, he coming off the edge there. I guess he's a little better. Um, it, it's really cool to see these players. You know, clearly their conditioning is out of this world. Um, I've I've talked to several of the players um, in practice lately. They, I mean. <laughs> Before, you know, they weren't in bad shape, but they said, you know, Eric Coram came in and he was so serious about getting us, you know, maybe we're not the most talented team, you know, maybe we're not the most athletic, but we are going to be the best conditioned team. And I think that could be a huge factor today. That's exciting. That's exciting. And what I take that is, Ashley, on my six and six prediction, <laughs> is that we still a few wins late in the fourth quarter. If we're at a close game, Mississippi State, um, Missouri. Tennessee and maybe we can outlast and if we're running that if we're running the no huddle and we're well conditioned maybe we still a few wins I think it's possible um the receivers have talked about you know they (laughs) they get worn they got worn out there at first when they did when they first started this offense and I don't know how most of, of the defensive backs feel about that situation but you know the receivers have said before you know this offense will wear down on people you know maybe maybe we won't you know have the greatest you know offense in the world but we're going to wear them down and we're going to make you tired and i think that could be a huge factor in uh, in the closer games like you said i mean could steal a couple wins maybe maybe you're right maybe you you know we all should be as optimistic as you i believe it i believe it and we've got uh, carolina steve on the line carolina are you still with us Yes, I am. How you doing today, man? Just fine. My, well, one of my favorite days, the first Saturday of college football. Preach Great it, brother. Line tonight down in Nashville. I'm pulling for the Cats to win. As a matter of fact, I'm pulling for the Cats in all but two games this year. What are, the, what are those two games, Carolina? South Carolina, where I played college football. Okay, okay. Alabama, where I've been a fan with my dad since 1961. Okay, okay. Well, Carolina, are you upset that we just took one of your your prized recruits right from Spurrier and Blake Bone, the wide receiver? Well, uh, it's it's good for y'all. I'm kind of glad. Like I said, I'm pulling for uh, the uh, the Cats in the uh, – for the most of the season, I want them to beat Western. I want them to beat Louisville. And I don't care if they get them. Uh, heck, look, Spurrier three years ago had the college football player, of the uh, high school college football player of the year in Javon Clowney. And we see what the Heat did to Javon uh, against the uh, Tar Heels uh, Thursday night and everything. And uh, I tell you what, if you watch the Texas Tech SMU game, uh, the other night, it was just so much good because they uh, Texas Tech from the same air raid offense took a walk on freshman and won. So that that shows me that that offense can really really get it done. Carolina, let me ask you this: Are you predicting a similar uh, reenactment today with our air raid versus Western? Do you think that we can put up some serious points later this evening? I do. I made a prediction on another show, 35 to uh, 21 uh, for the uh, Cats, and I think that's what it's going to be. And the reason I like the offense so much, my favorite team, the Pirates of East Carolina, also happened to have a uh, disciple of the air raid offense. Uh, He came with uh, Coach McNeil, who's a defensive coordinator from Texas Tech. 
and they will put up some serious numbers. What you've got to do is, like they did last year, have a thousand yard rusher. That really helps in that offense. Yeah, you said it, and we can do that, Raymond Sanders. Uh, we've got a we've got a Jonathan George. We've got a deep uh, running back core, and thirty five twenty one is your is that your your final prediction, Carolina? That's my final prediction. I'm looking forward to it. I plan on going down and seeing some of the games. Somehow, I've I've never now here's the thing. I've never seen the University of Alabama play in person, and I want to go down and see this for the simple fact. I, uh, that they happen to have, and I hope I think you'll agree with me, the best coach of any college sport in the nation now is Nick Saban. John Calipari in college basketball. I'm going to go. Right. I'm going to be a homer. Calipari in basketball, Saban in football. He might. He might start it right. now. We're going to win it this year, and we'll see in the future. But Carolina, get to Commonwealth. We'll shock the world and beat Alabama. Probably not, but let's hope so. I'm with you. Cats by double digits. Thanks for the call, Carolina. Y'all have a good one. I'll be listening to y'all every week. All right. Thanks, Carolina. Take care. Believe blue. Always great to, to hear from Carolina. Brings the energy. Brings the enthusiasm. And speaking of bringing the energy enthusiasm, we're now moving on to pop culture with Perry. Uh, a lot of talk. I actually didn't watch the VMAs. I've seen YouTube. I've seen clips. Uh, I've seen Twitter. Just it's Twitter explosions, and just graphics of a graphic performance by Miley Cyrus, formerly Hannah, uh, Hannah Montana. Perry, this is this is we're rolling out the red carpet for you on this. What is your reaction to Miss Miley's just scandalous performance? Uh. I think Montana's going to want that name back. Like, <laughs> like we know they probably no longer want her associated with that state. <laughs> Not after that performance. I'm just like, uh, that's a little embarrassing. A little. And by a little, I mean a lot. Did it seem like a completely just different person from, you know, you like, you were a fan of Hannah Montana way back in the day? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm a huge Disney fan, so she who's was not, on it. I had to watch it. Who's not at the end of the day? Oh yeah, but I just were you disappointed? Was, were you just like disappointed? Is disappointed like you know Billy Ray like looking on? It's just he's got he's just got to be disappointed. Were, oh yeah. <laughs> were you were you on a similar like emotional wavelength? Or you're just like wow, really? Yeah, I was like I I saw you grow up, and it, I'm like ugh now. <laughs> It, was, it that was the just, reaction? Oh, yeah. It was just really weird for me to watch. And I was only watching the VMAs to see Justin Timberlake and the in-sync the reunion, which lasted all of about 30 seconds because they look like out-of-shape linemen. <laughs> but it was still... Besides JT. Yeah, besides JT. But it was really fun to watch still. Just another testament to why the Backstreet Boys are better than NSYNC. But we won't, we won't, we won't go there. That's a debate we don't need to get into. <laughs> yeah, no. But um, yeah, we've got uh, another call in, not related to VMA discussion, but we've got a concerned fan on the line. Concerned fan, what are you concerned about today? Hey guys, y'all have another great show as always. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. A couple comments and one one thing. Uh, first off, just lay off Miley. She's a good girl. 
Daddy doesn't care what she's doing. That's up. That's up for debate. That's up for debate. <laughs> the game today. That's what's most important here. The Catsman versus them hill floppers. That's and that's where. Let me we'll, ask you my first go ahead. question. Go ahead. How? What is seventy-five feet long and thirteen teeth? Repeat that one more time, please. Seventy-five feet long and has thirteen teeth. <laughs> you got me. The front row of the Western Hilltoppers student <laughs> section. Come on. That was golden. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. Oh, it, 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 all these stupid Hillsloppers fans are annoying me. They've been talking their little mouths, running their spit in my face because they won one game. They won 4-4 last year in a poop conference. This team's not good. <laughs> it's coming down. The girl in the volleyball shorts, she's going to take on Bob Petrino. It's going down. Go cast by 28. I... Did you just close? Are you still on the line, or did you just sign off an epic in an epic fashion? He's gone. I love this guy. Okay, <laughs> oh, yeah. a concerned fan. I don't know what he's concerned about. He sounds like he's you know he's on board the the Stutes Express. It's that you know is about to run a run its path through the hilltoppers down the hill and through the heart of the defense. And Mister Andrew Jackson, Mister Andrew Jackson, the reigning Sun Belt Defensive Player of the Year. Um, who is also it's also up for a few different awards. Uh, we will, uh, let's see, Buckus, uh, Bednarik, Nagurski, Lombardi. Andrew Jackson's a player. Oh, um, that's not even a question. Yeah. He's also very active uh, with his <laughs> vocals as well. And on social media. And on social media. Yeah. Uh, direct quote. But I ain't worried about UK. I don't even care nothing about them. We're about to handle them Saturday, so y'all just be ready for that. And Mr. Jackson, who is, has no affiliation to our seventh president, obviously not displaying the same level of diplomacy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, apparently he ain't worried about grammar either. Men <laughs> <laughs> need to get that check on, man. <laughs> he continued... They've got a new coach that's going to try to come around. I don't know what come around. I don't know what that implies, but trying to come around and trick you with four wide stuff. Try to trick us up. I don't know if he, he probably doesn't have a twing, but uh, we're just going. We're just going to hit him in the mouth and get over with it. We'll get it over with. First of all, Rich Brooks has the hit him in the mouth quote of all time. We're going to hit him in the mouth first snap to last snap. Don't. Copyright in French on Paul Paul Brooks. That's <laughs> Can't a. Steal Rich Brooks quotes. Can't do that. Don't do it. Don't tread on us in, in that manner. And secondly, you're, as my grandmother would say, Mr. Jackson, you're cruising for a bruising. <laughs> well, I think that UK has done a pretty good job this year of, of laying off of the providing bulletin board material for other teams, which clearly we're very early in the process. But, you know, these guys, they said, you know, we're focused on Western. We're focused on this season. We just want to get better. They don't say all this stupid crap. You know, Andrew Jackson, he's a great player. There's no question. Andrew Jackson is a great player. And he'll probably have a pretty good game. But just chill. I mean, you don't know what will happen. You know, you, I don't know. Andrew Jackson is a mess. And he, you're just giving the team more motivation. You know, they're already really extremely motivated had a bad season last year. New coaching staff, new optimism, you know, new atmosphere. They're already motivated. And now you've got this kid coming in and saying, oh, we're going to take care of them. Don't worry about it. We don't even care about UK. 
the fact that you're talking about them shows that you you care about UK clearly. I like I like the you know kind of the the dive into that aspect that you know if you're talking about them it they mean something they're registering in your mindset. Right. So uh, we're gonna head back into an, another break, quick quick break. So uh, when we come out of break, we'll be talking more UK Western. And uh, feel free to give us a call on the Oxmoor 4 Lincoln buzz line, 502-384-1450, or tweet us uh, KY underscore heartbeat, hashtag KHB. So we'll see you on the other side of the break. This is Kentucky Heartbeat Radio. What time is it game time, man? What time is it game time, man? What time is it game time, man? And here at Kentucky RB Radio, we believe, I believe, I've got the Believe 06 t-shirt on. I was there in 2006 when we took the goalpost down, beating Georgia, and that started the trend. There's the Matthew Stafford and company. That led to Stevie getting loose, being a Brian Brom-led Louisville squad. And further beating number one LSU, eventual national champion LSU. Um, I believe, Ashley, do you believe? <laughs> I believe. Perry, do you believe? I was contemplating on singing. Believe. What's it? Smash Mouth, believe the I'm a believer. Is that, <laughs> is that who it is? Is that, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. in the Shrek, oh, yeah. Shrek soundtrack? Yes. I was thinking about it. I think okay. that's a remake of the original Monkey song, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the historical, uh, yeah, a little historical tidbit, Aaron. Providing musical education for you guys. <laughs> so we're going to wrap up the hour um, by just, you know, setting up, setting the stage for what's happening at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Standard, live from LP Field in Nashville, Tennessee, home of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, looked at the weather earlier this morning. Supposed to be around 86, and no no T-storms. Saw some T-storms possible last night, uh, but uh, should be, you know, it just should be a, a great contest. Um, I've got the Cats. I flip-flopped on the, the final result. Double digits is happening. I think it's it's not going to be a single-digit game. I'm going to finish with 30, 38-20. It's a pretty high-scoring game. 38-20, Western's defensive line is porous to me, and I think our running backs, I think Raymond Sanders has a huge day. Raymond Sanders is going to be a great player, I think. If he can stay healthy, that kid's going to be good this year, I think. 38-20 is my final prediction. Ashley, what are you going with? I'm going to go a little lower. I I say Kentucky wins 27-17, something like that. Win by about 10 points. That's fair. Perry? I'm sticking with the original. 35-20 cats. With conviction, he says. <laughs> Hunter, what do you got for us? Uh, I've been at the uh, 27-20 mark for uh, for a while, so that's where I'm going to stay, I think. <laughs> so when you think it's close? Close in the fourth quarter? Well, I, I guess I'm just kind of reticent to believe in the team until I see it. It's a it's all a new product, so I, I don't know. I I feel like the offense has a chance to be good, like, you know, Texas Tech last night, you know, walk-on quarterback, so it can't be done. But until I see it, I, I don't know. I have trouble believing it. So you need us to cue the, the Smash Mouth, yeah. the soundtrack. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> okay. Aaron, Aaron, what do you got on the score for tonight? 
you know, I thought it was going to be a lot more than this, but as I was showering today, that's where I do all my thinking. <laughs> um, I think 24 to 14. 24, 14. Okay. Who's the player of the game for you, Aaron? Uh, the player of the game, you know, everybody. <laughs> it's a team I think effort. it's going to be Andrew Jackson just because I like his name, but we're going to win. So Why is they Andrew Jackson the player of the year? Or the player of the game? Because I like his name, I just said. That's a pretty good president. I'm just kidding. I'm I, boycotting. I've been boycotting $20 bills all weekend. <laughs> Personally, change them out. Change them out them for 10s. <laughs> but we got CJ. CJ, you're on the line with us. Yes, sir. CJ, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. I uh, just want to make a quick comment. Uh, no matter how rough I'm feeling each Saturday morning, KHB uh, is my Advil. KHB <laughs> is my Gatorade. KHB is my sunglasses. Cats by 10. Thanks, guys. <laughs> CJ, take care, man. Wow, I feel I feel humbled just to receive that kind of. Isn't he a sweetheart? Team. What a what a nice guy. <laughs> That's just notes and quotes. CJ, thanks, man. <laughs> Keeping our you know the positive energy alive. I'm glad we have those kind of listeners. You know? Yeah, I'm glad we wholesome. can provide that here at KHB. I'm glad I'm glad we're a diverse group here that that provides different kinds of things. I need to send that guy a fruit basket. <laughs> <laughs> Are you tropical? Like, what are you putting in there? You know, that's a, mangoes. Just a bunch of colorful stuff. B a n a n a s. I like it. <laughs> Fergie reference there. <laughs> All that right, funny. Perry. While That's got what you, I meant. Perry, <laughs> while you're you're leaned into the mic here, we got you queued up. Let me ask you this: You dealt with three head coaches while playing for UK. Um, Tubby Smith, Billy Clyde, and Mister Mister Calipari. Obviously, a tumultuous end to Billy G's tenure. Um, he's just kind of a joke in general. We won't touch into that. But I want to ask you, transitioning with you know Cal's arrival, was you know the energy and the just the positive aura and just the presence of Coach Cal did that kind of galvanize and just inspire you as a player? Did that like change your mind frame? Oh yeah, big time. And even if he didn't have the high profile players he did, we would have still been really excited about the season because he's just a positive guy all the time. Like even after a loss, he's the most positive person because he sees the bigger picture every time. And believe it or not, even with Billy G, we were pretty excited when we got a new coach, but that lasted for about a week. <laughs> So, yeah, but Cal's a good guy, and he's the right guy for the job, and we were really pumped when we got him. And I think fans still are pumped to this day. Oh, yeah, they will be for a pretty long time. Yeah, and, you know, the reason I brought that up is I, I'm i trying to draw a parallel here. I think March Stoops can have can operate under that under that same wavelength, so to speak, and that's why I'm going with six and six this mm-hmm. season. You know, likely, you know, it probably won't happen. I think I think we may be finished with four. But I in my heart, I'm holding out I'm holding out for six and six because the energy, the enthusiasm, just the focus, whatever you want to call it, attitude, dedication, I think it's enough. 
I think it can be enough to inspire these players to win close games, games like Missouri, Mississippi State. If we're in it versus Vandy, I know. Van, I mean, Vandy lost first. I mean, they. Vandy's talented. Let's just say that Vandy's talented. We might be in that game. You know, your football team. We've said it before. Your football team reflects the personality of your head coach. Right. And you play for your head coach. You battle for your head coach. And I think more than anything, this team will battle for Mark Stoops. Yeah, and I think that's something really important because last year, you know, we saw there was no solid improvement from week to week. Um, You know, it it got steadily worse. It got worse and worse and worse. And there were a lot of, you know, accusations that, you know, the players, they weren't into it. They weren't, you know, they quit. They looked aloof at times. Exactly. Um, And I think that that's something that could change this year. Um, Just talking to the players at practice over the last couple of weeks, I mean, you know, you ask them, you know, how what what's different about this year? What is different about this atmosphere and this coaching staff? You know, they say the positivity in practice is just is palpable. I mean, you you walk into practice and you can just feel the optimism. You can feel the energy and the excitement for it. And I mean, football is a pretty mental game. You know, you need that you need that kind of atmosphere. Well said. Well said. I concur. Hunter, what do you what do what what would you like to add to that? I, I think Two things real quick. One, I think when Perry said that Coach Cal was the right person for the job, to me, that's I see that a lot in Mark Stoops as well. You know, like people wanted Petrino, whatever. But I think Mark Stoops, the energy that he's brought really, I, I don't know, he just, it fits. It clicked like immediately, you know, in, in so many different ways that he was just a great fit for the program. And two, I think that six and six, while it might be a stretch, I think the schedule, despite how hard it is, actually sets up really well because I think there are six winnable games on the on the docket uh if you include mississippi state which is probably the toughest of the six but i i think there i mean i think there's a chance whether how small i don't know but there is a chance so you're saying Saying there's there's a a chance chance. (laughs) i am saying that the bottom of the sec is pretty weak this year and despite how hard the top is the bottom is definitely you know within reach for for us agreed and it's all about making progress. You know, you don't come in and win the SEC East your first year. You make progress and you, you know, you get off from that, you know, seventh in the SEC East, you know, standing. You just make progress. That's all. I think that's all, you know, the Big Blue Nation wants to see. They just want progress. Ashley, let's close, and, and the team in general, let's close on this. I believe, I believe in this team, okay? Moreover, I believe... And Avery Williamson is a senior leader. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think this team is going to exceed expectations. And that starts today. The spread is four and a half. I'm disrespected by that. The team's disrespected by that. Cats, 38-20. Believe in blue. Hit them in the mouth. First snap to the last snap. Perry, did you have something you wanted to add to that? I wanted I wanted to, but that was just so powerful. Like we needed to end on that. Let's go. <laughs> Seven fifteen Eastern LP Field. Cats Cats Western. We're topping. We're gonna topple the Hilltoppers. It is on Believe in Blue. Thanks for listening to Kentucky Heartbeat Radio. And uh we'd like to see you at KentuckyHeartbeat.com.